On this week's episode of the podcast, we are talking all things pores. Large and visible pores can be the stuff that skincare nightmares are made of. So if you are wondering how to minimize pores, how to stop yours from looking so big, then stay tuned because on today's episode, I'm going to cover everything you need to know, including the best ingredients, the best skincare products that you will need to use to keep your pores looking as clean, tight, and small as possible. Welcome back to the show. This is the Korean Beauty Show podcast, and I am your host, Lauren Lee. I am the founder of K-Beauty Store Style Story and also Korean Beauty brand Jellico. And today's episode is, of course, brought to you by Style Story, where you can shop and explore the world of Korean beauty all from the comfort of your living room, your office, anywhere else you might be surfing the internet looking for Korean beauty products. We are at stylestory.com.au. And if you are joining us for the very first time, then a big welcome to you on this show. We will be talking everything you need to know to get your skin issues sorted, to perfect your room routine to discover a whole lot of new products and ingredients that you may never have heard of. And I am basically here to hold your hand through the process. I am a veteran of the Korean beauty industry. I have been Uh, involved in the world of K-beauty now for 10 years, which is a very long time, and I've been living in Korea since 2016. So I am based on the ground in Seoul, South Korea, and K-beauty is my life. So I am sharing just a little bit of the many things that are going on in Korea on this show with you guys. And to kick off this week, our K-Beauty news headlines. So this was a really interesting one. The headline was that there has been a rise in cooling cosmetics. So what they're saying is that cooling cosmetics, which are cosmetics that will literally alter the temperature of the skin or cool you down in the heat have been rising. And this is linked to the popularity of golf in Korea. So I'm not sure how many of you guys know, but many Koreans, not all, but many, many Koreans are obsessed with golf. Golf is a really big sport in this country. uh, And there are lots and lots of different like golf links that you can go to, but they are very expensive. Um, I've been told prices in the range of like $500 for a day of golf, depending on where you go. So there's a lot of uh, screen golf places here as well, where you can essentially practice your swing and play golf in inverted commas, but inside in a screen. So I guess it's similar to like playing a game on PlayStation or whatnot, but you're actually practicing and you can hit balls and things like that. So golf, super, super popular, but here in summer, it's really, really hot. It's really hot, really sweaty, uh, bad humidity. And because of that, the summer months, particularly July and August in Korea, are usually considered to be the off season for golf due to the heat. But what this article was saying is that because the craze for golf is so big, uh, and you know people want to keep playing that this has actually spawned a whole new industry for not only golf supplies and golf wear that you can wear when it's really hot outside but also beauty products for your skincare after rounding and for while you're playing golf so what they were saying is that 
Um, Shinsuke International, which is one of the really big conglomerates here. They have a mall, online mall, uh, and they were saying that more than half of the customers who purchased golf brands last month also purchased cooling cosmetics together. So what these cosmetics are trying to do, there's a whole lot of different ones, but they're trying to lower the temperature of the skin. And so this article was talking about a number of different products that do that. And the other product that they mentioned was the UV Shield Golf Patch, which I saw at the K-Beauty Expo I went to a couple of months ago. You guys might remember that I introduced that one on the show because it was the first time I'd seen it in real life. Well, it turns out that the popularity of these has absolutely exploded. So they're basically a little patch that you can put on your cheeks and they block UV rays while you're doing your golf and outdoor activities. They've got excellent ventilation, apparently, which someone was asking me about. They were like, oh, they look like they might be a little bit um, suffocating on the skin if you're outside. Apparently not. Apparently they have good ventilation. So I did a bit of a straw poll and uh, among the Koreans I know, people were saying they're so, so popular at the moment. People are absolutely obsessed with them, uh, particularly people that go and play golf. It's like the new pirsutem, like the must-have item. So there you go. Uh, Skin cooling products are all the rage, and then these UV shield patches are also really getting popular as well. They're not cheap. I had a look online, uh, and depending on the brand and what the patch is claiming to do, some of them have additional like special special efficacies. Um, They they run about $8 uh, from about $8. So they're definitely not cheap. But if you are mad keen on golf, particularly in Korea, you've probably got a little bit of money anyway, because it's not really a cheap sport. So that is just a little bit of trivia. That was what was in the news headlines for this week. Um, now, I did put the call out a couple of weeks ago if anyone has questions that they want answered on the show where we can talk through it so that other people can hear the answer as well. I didn't actually have any for this week, so I'm not going to do that section, I guess, but please do let me know if you do have. It can be literally anything. Like Even if you think, oh, this is a, this is a silly question, if you're thinking it, I pretty much guarantee someone else is thinking it too. So just send them through and let's discuss those on next week's show. Let's do that next week instead. Okay, now pause. That is what I wanted to talk to you guys about today because this is just like an endless source of frustration for a lot of people. Um, You know, why do you get them? Why are they so big? How can you shrink them? So I think the starting point with any discussion on poor treatments, poor products, is to know that the pores are not a muscle. So they don't expand and they don't contract, which means that it's not technically possible to shrink them. However, what causes our pores to look large in the first place is oil. So it makes sense that in order to keep your pores looking their smallest, you first need to get a handle on managing your skin's oil levels. And you'll have probably noticed, uh, particularly if you live somewhere that has a more tropical kind of summer, that in summer, your skin will often look like your pores are a lot bigger. And that's because we tend to get oilier in summer. Uh, and then in winter, conversely, when the temperature is, you know, is lower, you won't, they won't be as in your face and they won't bug you as much when you look in the mirror. You'll be like, oh, 
skin's looking not too bad. But then in summer, it tends to be the opposite and you're just like, oh, you can see a pores. So what is a pore? It is just a small opening in the skin and it links to the oil and sweat glands below the skin's surface. So that's what they are. Like in a nutshell, we all have them. I know you sometimes see celebrities and particularly on like K-dramas and stuff like that. And like, oh my God, these people don't have pores. Technically, they do. Everyone has them, but they can become larger and more visible due to a number of causes. So the first one I already mentioned is oily skin. Basically, excess oil is responsible for stretching the pores out, and that then makes them look larger and more visible. But there are a couple of things we can do that makes pores worse. And one of them is picking and squeezing them. So I know this is a very popular pastime for a lot of people when you're up close in the mirror, like looking at all your flaws and you just like want to grab and start picking and squeezing. The problem with doing this, as satisfying as I know it can be, is that if you do damage them like that, then you can potentially permanently enlarge them. That's why most... Um, you know, dermatologists, people that know a little bit about skincare will be like, put down the tweezers, step away from the mirror, put down your fingers that are poised and ready to pick and squeeze and just don't because if you make a mistake and you damage them permanently, then they're just going to stick around and that's probably not what you were hoping for. So the other thing that makes pores more visible is when they attract buildup in them. And buildup is caused by a whole heap of different things. Things like oil, bacteria, dead skin cells, hair. They can all actually fill up in your pore. And environmental factors are a big one for this as well. So pollution in the air, um, you know, using pore clogging products, sweat and oil from your hands transferring to your face. If you're the kind of person that you, you find yourself touching your face a lot all of those things can actually contribute to congested pores and when you do have congested pores your skin will get this bumpy look to it uh, and that is I know a source of frustration for a lot of people it just looks congested so let's start with we've already we've already said what not to do so definitely step away from the tweezers step away from attacking your pores with your fingers. Uh, just don't do it. I would say don't do it. There are lots of skincare products out there that can help keep the pores clean and they are going to do a better job than you, no matter how much of a deft hand you are with the tweezers. Sorry to tell you that skincare products are going to do a better job than you can. So just put them down. Um, if you If your pores aren't looking their best, just step back from the mirror for a second and you know calm calmly let's go through some of the best ingredients and then you can treat them with that I think that is going to be a far better thing to do and these things honestly can really really make uh, a big difference the other thing I will say is a lot of the time people when they do have their pore problems will say oh I've got a lot of blackheads but what you've really got is sebaceous filaments and everybody has these and these are natural and you can't actually get the sebaceous filaments out they're not the same thing so it particularly on your nose if you get up really really close on your nose sometimes you'll notice what looks like sort of darkened tiny weeny little 
um, clogged pores, they are your sebaceous filaments. And while you can clean them out, if you go picking them and attacking them, you're not actually doing anything except damaging the skin. Blackheads and sebaceous filaments, not the same thing. So you will naturally always have some level of um, matter, I'm going to call it that, in the pores that is totally normal and not a sign of a problem. So let's take a look at some of the best ingredients for clearing out the pores. Now the obvious one, the obvious I guess category are things that fall into the charcoal family. So charcoal powder and stuff like that, it binds itself to the dirt and then helps extract it from your pores to make them less visible. So that's why you'll often see those kind of products, uh, charcoal products that are within, I guess, pore strips and stuff like that. Now, pore strips, I avoid like the plague. I don't like anything that rips uh, things away from the skin. I just don't think that that's necessary, but that's a different story. Charcoal powder as a base ingredient is quite a good ingredient. Volcanic ash or clusters. We spoke about these on the Jeju episode two weeks ago. So this is one of the most popular ingredients from Jeju Island, and it makes its way into quite a lot of K-beauty products. Why are they good for poor problems? It's because they act as a suction and they vacuum impurities from the skin and that helps keep it smooth, clean and fresh. Now, another one of a similar vein is kaolin. And this is a really, really common ingredient. It controls sebum and can also reinforce firmness in the skin. Bentonite is a clay-like ingredient that you might come across, and that one works to absorb oil and other impurities, a really good one. Now, Tayan mud, this is a particular ingredient. It's a mud, obviously, and it contains natural minerals, really well known uh, as because of its effectiveness in moisturizing the skin and removing micro dust as well, which is a problem in a lot of particularly Asian countries. I know Korea gets bad micro dust at times of the year, as do uh, many other Asian countries. I'm sure there are other countries in the world. Australia is not a country that gets micro dust. So that was a bit of a new phenomenon for me when I moved here. But those kind of ingredients are all really, really good for removing things that are going to make the pores look dirty and also oilier. So those are all great ingredients to look out for. Uh, Again, that they were charcoal powder, your volcanic ash or clusters, kaolin, bentonite, and then tan mud. Now there are a whole host of different ones, but I think that's that, that they're the main ones I see in K-Beauty. So let's just stick to those. Now, for your poor clearing techniques, I'm going to run you through a couple of different ways that I have found that are really effective for keeping the pores clean. The first one is steaming. So this is one of the quickest, cheapest, and easiest ways to remove dirt from the pores. And that's basically because you can do it at home without too much uh, effort. So to do a steam at home, you're gonna wanna start by cleansing your face and then place a bowl of steaming water in front of you and sit in front of the bowl with basically, you know, put a towel over your head, make sure you've got both sides of your head covered so that it traps in the steam. And you're going to want to massage your face really gently in front of the steam for about five to 10 minutes, but don't be tempted to get too close and definitely don't dunk your face 
like in the, in the steaming water thinking that that's going to help. No, no, no. We are just trying to get the steam to open up the pores and then once they're open and this is honestly you'll see a lot of um, aestheticians do uh, a steam as well if you go for a proper uh, treatment so this is a really common way of just making sure that you're opening everything up and then what you want to do is go in with a clay mask to help draw out any other of the remaining impurities so that is a really cheap quick easy way to do it is just have a bowl of steaming water in front of your face sit in front of it and massage your face really gently for the five to ten minutes obviously cleansing is a really really important part then of uh, keeping the pores clean as well and a lot of really good k-beauty products can come in at the cleansing stage to help keep your pores looking really clean so there's a lot of pore cleansing soaps at the moment i've noticed uh, and obviously that makes sense they're specially formulated to help pull the dirt and impurities from the pores then they clear away the excess oil so jj young by Leon lab they have an all-in-one soap that is a really good one particularly for people that do have overactive oil glands uh, so keep a look out for that one so cleansing in general is a really good way to do it um, exfoliating obviously it goes without saying that you know most uh, problems including things like blackheads and whiteheads and whatnot can be improved with proper exfoliation uh, and when we're saying proper exfoliation obviously what we're trying to do is clear everything out but not disrupt the skin's acid mantle and not disrupt the skin's natural balance because if we do that and we over exfoliate then that can cause a whole host of other problems so we're aiming for proper exfoliation at the right intensity and level for our skin but without doing damage so obviously there are a lot of different ways that we can exfoliate the skin uh, we can do scrubs masks uh, natural remedies like the silk cocoon balls they were a really big thing a few years ago in k-beauty but i have noticed that they are not as popular anymore and i think it's just because there are things that work a little bit better if you have normal or oily skin then a manual exfoliator that contains things like black sugar clean, uh, crystals is a really really good way to go about it and there are a lot of different products in k-beauty that do have these kind of ingredients skin foods black sugar wash off mask is a really really popular one and that uses a mix of actually self-heating and granular exfoliation so that kind of combines two of the techniques it you know in that the steaming the whole point of that is the the heating is what we're trying to do to open up the pores so this product actually does that if you apply it you'll feel your skin getting hotter and then obviously it's got the granular exfoliation there for afterwards to give you that deep cleanse so that's a really popular product to try that kind of method with uh, masking is another really great option and there are a lot of different masks that can help to remove congestion from the pores obviously all all of those ingredients that we spoke about charcoal and mar mud and anything like that is going to help uh, Subi's hollow dream brightening pore minimizing mask is what I use on my skin because I have really sensitive skin so that one is just enough for me and it's also because I have dry skin if you do have dry skin a lot of these techniques can also help but the the I guess 
thing to know is you don't want to pick a, no, uh, a drying formula. So definitely opt for something non-drying. And if you are doing like a clay mask, some people say, oh, just avoid them altogether if you have dry skin. My, what I found actually works the best is just don't let the product dry down on your face. So as soon as it feels like it's tightening a little bit, just go and wash it off. You'll have the same benefits, but you won't dry your skin out. I sometimes see uh, people post photos of themselves doing a mask and I can tell that they've left it on too long because it's almost cracking on their face. Try not to do that. That's just, for one, unnecessary. You don't get better results from doing that. And also it can lead to dryness. So if the product says 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. But if you feel your skin drying out before, that you can wash it off before that you're going to get uh, the same benefits but letting the product crack on your face I don't think is a good idea Uh, that's too long I think just wash it off a long time before it gets to to that thing and the same thing goes for sheet masks I know some people leave them on for like 40 minutes until the whole product goes dry don't do that Uh, that actually can have the opposite effect so with with everything I think it's really important to follow the instructions on the product and not try and like get more out of it because sometimes what we think is us getting more bang for our buck is actually not and it's going to have the opposite effect so sheet masks and clay masks are ones that I think people can sometimes leave on a little bit too long thinking that they're doing the right thing uh, but it can have the opposite effect so just keep an eye out for that if you are masking The other way that we can improve the look and texture of our pores is some products have like a sebum dissolving treatment and that actually works to keep the pores clean by cleansing oil and blackheads from the T-zone. And what they'll do is they'll usually use a mix of ingredients that are designed to sort of pull those impurities out. JJ Young, their whole brand concept is pore products, which is why You will often hear me talking about them when it comes to pore problems, just because this is literally the whole collection. They have a product called uh, Pore Erasing Stick, and that's this kind of thing that uh, tries to break down the sebum. Uh, And what it is, is it it is an intensive pore treatment, and it's got a mix of rice and oat flour, charcoal, cacao, tea tree, eucalyptus, just to clear congestion. So that's like the kind of intensive treatment that you might use once to twice a week you wouldn't be using it every day so there are products like that now another really popular way of clearing out your pores is the grits method and the grits method involves using a bha product a clay mask and then a cleansing oil and the aim is to bring any grits to the surface of the skin so basically anything that is clogging the pores up this is a really really popular um, technique particularly among the asian beauty community so this is how i like to do that method you're going to go in with a two percent bha product Uh, There are lots of different ones on the market. COSRX's BHA Blackhead Power Liquid is just a standard option that a lot of people like to opt for. But any 2% BHA product will do. And you're going to do that for 20 minutes. And then you're going to do a clay mask. So a couple of options. If you do have really oily skin, you might like to go for the Innisfree Jeju Volcanic Pore Clay Mask. I use Subi's Hollow Dream. Put the clay mask on. Don't wash the BHA off though. Just put the clay mask on over the top. 
for however long it says on the mask. And then after you wash the mask off, apply an emulsifying oil cleanser to help pull out any of the plugs in the pores. So what you're going to do is gently, really gently massage the surface of your skin with the cleanser for about two to three minutes. And that's going to help bring any clogged parts to the surface. So any oil cleanser will do. I know at the moment on the Style Story website, the two best selling oil cleansers that are just a typical oil style cleanser are um eye unique the calendula cleansing oil and then april b's blackout cleansing oil they're the two most popular ones they are perfect for it so definitely you can use those massage in and what you don't go too vigorously don't sort of you know get really stuck in there just a gentle massage is fine and when you wash it off a lot of people like to like post photos and stuff of the grits that they've got out of their skin after they do this but that's a really really simple easy quick ish quickish the quickish i mean what are we talking about we've got 20 minutes plus what five to ten minutes plus two to three minutes like a quickish you know um grits method so the three products again that you'll need for that is a two percent bha product a clay mask and then a cleansing oil of your choice so try that one out if you haven't before quite effective to really get those pores nice and clean and then just in general, I guess there's a lot that you can do in your daily skincare routine to just keep your pores in tip top shape. I find that because I have like a robust routine now uh, and I do do my double cleanse every day, I don't really get the same, uh, certainly the same problem with blackheads that I used to get. So a really good I guess routine that you can follow just in your everyday life if you are plagued by problem pores first for the first two steps i would highly recommend doing an oil cleanse and then a foam cleanse so subi's bare skin balm works really well at the first step of cleansing and then for a foam cleanse they have a powder wash as well that will also really 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 gently and lightly exfoliate the skin so it's not abrasive it's not an exfoliator it's actually a cleanser uh, so those ones for your first two steps and then for your toning step uh, you can go in with just a nice really basic watery style toner something like one things centella toner so that one's fragrance free essential oil free and it's just a really good option for skin that is red acne prone damaged sensitive so a really good basic toner uh, and then for your essence step Tosawong has a nice green tea essence that I think is a good one to use if you are suffering from pore problems just because if you're trying to clear everything out you're going to want to add a few soothing and calming steps in there and this one is totally non-clogging I've never had any problems with it and I've been using it for years so that's a really nice pro product to use for your essence step uh, for your mask step again if you're doing all these other treatments you probably don't you need a, a separate mask but if you are then the hollow dream mask is a great option for that for your serum step so we have just curated axis wise artichoke intensive skin barrier ample for the style story website uh, and it's it's arriving soon and this one i actually think would be perfect because it's got a blend of things like centella asiatica obviously great for calming 
uh, tea tree, which has a lot of calming properties as well. Sugarcane, which you might not know it, uh, but it is actually a type of AHA. So just very, very gentle AHA care there. And then artichoke itself can help the skin retain moisture. So that one is a really, really good option, I think, for a poor care routine, just because of that the blend of ingredients that it's got in there. For your moisturizer step, I mean, anything nice and light will be fine. Um, Apple B's vitamin C propolis lotion is a, definitely a good option just because of how light the texture is. And then you also get the benefits then of your vitamin C and propolis as well, which are just two really good ingredients to keep the skin in tip top shape. And then at your last step, if you're going in with a sleeping mask, our Jelly Co Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask is a perfect option just because of how lightly textured it is and it will just lock in the moisture overnight while you sleep. So if you are doing some of these more intensive pore treatments, you want to make sure that the skin is still hydrated properly. Just because we are, you know, removing, um, you know, clogged up parts and grits and things like that, don't be tempted to skip out on your moisturizing steps at all. That is not going to help. You want the proper balance of oil and moisture in the skin. That is going to be the key thing that will help is to keep the skin balanced rather than too much oil and no moisture. So don't skip your moisturizer. Don't skip, um, you know, those steps in your routine. I know that can be a really common thing. People think, oh, well, if my skin's oily, I just need to starve it of oil. But if you starve it of oil, then the skin goes, oh gosh, we have no oil, let's make more. And that's not ideal. So proper, adequate hydration is really, really important as well. So they are just a couple of my favorite ways when the pores are looking a little bit uh, gross or I'm just feeling like, yeah, this is not right. This is not it. They're a couple of the things that I like to do to keep them in tip top shape, make them look as small as humanly possible. So I hope you can pick up a couple of tips among there as well that you can incorporate into your own routine. And that's all I had for this week. So I will leave it there. If you need any skincare help, any questions, feel free to always reach out to me or the team at Style Story um, or on, on Instagram, wherever you hang out, uh, feel free. I'm always up for a chat. And until next week, I will see you on Style Story.